1: You're listening to the heart soul and hustle podcast episode number 55 and on this episode we're going to talk about duplicating and scaling your launch when stuff goes well or even kind of well how do you take it to the next level it can be a bit of a head scratcher but it doesn't have to be and we're going to talk about that today let's go Hey there, you're listening to the Heart, Soul & Hustle podcast. My name is Zach Spuckler, and on this show, we talk about how to go from passionate side hustler to full-time online business owner with tips, tricks, and interviews to help you take it to the next level. Let's do it. What, 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 what is up, hustlers? I am so stoked for this week's episode. Not that I'm not stoked every week. I imagine that if you listen to these episodes back to back, you must be like, he lives in a catatonic state of excitement, which is slightly true when I'm recording. (laughs) But anyway, I'm so pumped to have you here because we just came out of our biggest launch ever at Heart, Soul, and Hustle. And I tell you that not because I want you to feel all great for me and send me lots of Clapping and gifts. I mean, don't not send them to me. I'm totally kidding. But I tell you that because we actually just came out of our biggest launch, but it was a launch we've already done before. And it was almost identical to a past launch in a lot of ways, but also a little bit different. But we were able to take a launch that we ran last year in November and essentially move this content into 2017, reuse the content and make more money, generate more leads and reach more people and get more customers. So, It got my brain kind of percolating, and I want to lead into this week's episode with a little story. Now, back when I first was online, I've actually been in a market other than online marketing. I did health and wellness, and I've actually sold an online training program around eating a healthy plant-based diet, believe it or not. Now it was not as wildly profitable as my current business. I was dipping my toe in the water. As you guys know, I am a total marketing nerd, and after doing that for almost a year and a half, I was like, man, I just love the marketing. This is what I want to do more of is marketing. So I made a little switch. But when I first launched in that other space, my first First online course launch was only like hundred dollars in profit, give or take. I still have the little graphic I made to celebrate inside of one of my private Facebook communities. And my last launch, we had over six figures in profit. Now, even though they were in different industries, this is something that I really kind of want to impart on you before we start: is that your first launch is not your six-figure launch generally speaking. Now, are there people who crush it out of the gate and make me a total liar? Sure, but it's like that movie, if you've seen it, he's just not that into you. The exception is not the rule, right? The general rule is you start small and you scale with time. So my whole ideology, my whole drive behind recording this episode for you is if you've done a launch where you've made a little bit of money, all you have to do is make a little more next time and a little more next time and a little more next time. It's all about duplicating, scaling, and copying what already works and amplifying it. And so what I wanna do today is, is walk you through my five-step process to duplicate and scale a successful launch. Now, if you're not sure if you had a successful launch, go back to the past episode on what to do if your launch fails and listen to the first 5-10 minutes where I talk about did you even have a successful launch? Because honestly, most of us have successful launches. We're just so busy seeing the fancy numbers of six-figure launch and $30 billion launch that we don't realize a $1,000 launch can be a massive win for your business. My first $1,000 Launch was a massive freaking win. I remember dancing all over the place, coupled with some other intense emotions. So, I want to walk you through my five step process, but just know before I do whether you've made a hundred, a thousand, ten thousand, a hundred thousand, this process is to help you scale and move forward in your business because that's what business is it's continually scaling and improving. It's not being an all star, rock star winner on day one, it's becoming a rock star in your own time. So let's dive right into the five-step process for duplicating and scaling a successful launch. So the five steps are number one, debrief your past launch. Number two, assess how you want to increase your revenue. Number three, plan and forecast how you will change content. Number four, assemble the launch. And number five, execute and repeat launch the process. So let's go through these one at a time. Now, I want to warn you, I'm going to throw a ton of information out there. So if at any point in time you feel like you need to take notes, we do have a worksheet over for you at heartsoulhustle.com forward slash five five. Again, that's heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 55. And we'll have a little launch scaling worksheet waiting for you. So we always start with a debrief and a debrief is really just evaluating a launch. So many people skip this step, but we always, after a launch, take time to just sit back and evaluate what worked and what didn't. So our past launch, we literally have six pages of notes with all these stats from revenue to sales, to customers, to conversions, to expenses and profits and, and payment breakdowns and timelines and upsells. We track everything that happened in a launch. Now I know that that can be overwhelming. And so I want to give you the down and dirty basics of what you need to review from your launch. So after you have your launch, you really need to go through and you need to pull some important stats. So the first one you need is your total earnings. I think most of us tend to get this out of a launch because we want to know how much money we made, but you want to know how much cash you generated and how many sales you generated. We like to break these out. What's the difference? Well, if you have people on payment plans, you're not guaranteed to collect all those payments. People will default. People will go into collections. um, So we like to know how much we have in hand and how much we should have in hand when all is said and done. The second number you want to make sure you pull is your total leads. So if you do a challenge, how many people signed up for the challenge? If you do a webinar, how many people signed up for the webinar? If you do an email-based launch, how many people are you emailing? This number is going to be important in just a second, but essentially what this is, is how many people did you put your offer in front of? The third really important number to pull is how many units you sold. So how many customers did you actually create, right? Because if you have multiple offers or multiple options, your sales data may not directly match your customers. So figure out how many units you sold. Then I always like to pull the total amount I spent on Facebook ads because I think it's important to have that number and how many leads I generated from my Facebook ads. Now, what you end up with are these five core numbers that you don't really have to do a lot of math with. But then you need these three really vital stats that you have to do a little bit of number crunching on. Again, we have this in the worksheet, but I'll walk you through them. Number one is your conversion rate, which is the total units sold divided by the total number of leads as a percentage. That basically means how many people bought your product. The second number you need is your earnings per lead, which is your total earnings divided by the total number of leads in the promo. And that's going to be a dollar amount. And then your average cost per lead, which is your total amount spent on ads divided by the total of leads generated from ads. Again, we have all those in the worksheet for you. But what that basically says is what percentage of people in the promo bought, how much did I make for everybody in the promo, and how much did I spend to get those people in? Now, you might be wondering, well, why do I need all these numbers? Well, I want to walk you through how valuable this can be. So with your conversion rate, let's say you converted at 1%. Well, generally in a launch, we want like a 2.5 to 3.5% or higher conversion. That's a really blanket statement. But if your conversion number is low, it can be an indicator that your launch content and your offer needs work. Because if you're putting this offer out there and people aren't taking you up on it, you know that there's an issue with your sales process. So you're instantly able to identify and improve there. Your earnings per lead... And your costs per lead are really powerful numbers. So I want to give you some examples here because I think that we're talking a lot of math and that can be slightly overwhelming. But basically what your earnings per lead is, let's say 100 people sign up for your launch and $1,000 is what you make. 1,000 divided by 100 is $10 per lead. Basically that means every time somebody signs up for your launch, it adds about $10 to your projected end revenue. Now, you might be saying, well, what does that number do for me? Well, we also have how much you cost per lead on your ads. So now we can look at how much are you earning per lead versus what you're costing per lead. And you can create what I kind of call a risk tolerance area right here. So if I know I'm earning $10 for everybody that signs up in my launch, I'm willing to spend up to $5 a lead and still double my money. So I can look at what did we actually spend in this launch? So maybe in this last launch, you spent $3 per lead. Well, you can spend more money next time because you're still well below the profit margin. You can push harder and generate more leads next time around. So the debrief, We might also include any other data that we feel is relevant. Now, these are the basic stats I think you definitely need to have in your debrief. But some of the other things that you may want to consider including in here are things like, you know, what percentage of people bought in full versus what percentage of people took a payment plan? How many people bought from a webinar live versus how many people bought in the follow-up. Sometimes we also include notable expenses. If you have affiliates, if you have team costs. So anything else that you think is relevant to the offer or to the launch, you want to include here as well. But these five stats and three calculations that I gave you are the really important stuff to start with. Because once you have those, you basically know how your launch went. You have all the key statistics to continue on to step Two, which is assess. So when it comes to assessing the launch, first things first is just take a moment to read through the numbers and look at, do things look good? Do things look bad? Are you spending too much on leads and not earning enough on leads? Is your conversion rate too low? Do you want to sell more next time? You know, are you where you should have been? So first we just kind of do a quantitative and qualitative review. What looks good? Then we go into the second part of the assess, which is how do you want to make more money? How do you wanna duplicate and scale this launch? So there's really only three ways, in my opinion, to generate more leads, or there's three key ways to generate more sales in your launch. Number one, bring in more leads. So if you have your earnings per lead, you can figure out how much money you wanna make, divide that by your earnings per lead, and that'll tell you how many leads you need. So for example, if we wanna make $20,000 Let's say that's your goal is to make $20,000 on a launch and you know that your earning per lead is $10. You simply take 20,000 divided by 10 and now you know that you need 2,000 leads in order to generate that revenue. So, sorry about that little break there. You guys might have heard my little munchkins carrying on in the background, but they make an appearance in the show. So, Ted and Charles, somebody delivered mail. Hope that didn't throw off our episode, but we're going to keep going. So, once you have your earnings per lead, you know exactly how many leads you need in the promotion to make as much money as you want. So once you have that number, you can decide, do I wanna try and get this many leads? Some other ways to get more leads in your promo are you can do affiliate marketing, you could run Facebook ads, you could increase your promotion, you could increase your spending budget. There's all kinds of ways to get more people in. You could do blog posts, guest interviews. But I always like to start there and say, how many leads do I need in this promo to make the amount of money that I want? That's the first option. The second way to make more money in your promo is to have a higher earning on your product. And there's really two ways to do this. Either increase the cost of the product. So if you feel like the cost was too low or you could charge more money, you could increase the price of your product, which would increase the average order value, assuming the same percentage of people buy, right? Because if you're selling at the same conversion rate and you're charging more money, you make more money. (laughs) The other way that you can earn more is to increase your conversion rate. So remember we talked about why it's important to get your conversion rate. If it's like one, 1.5%, you can start going through and seeing why aren't people converting. And a really great way to do this, we have a previous episode of the show where we talk about surveys. You might wanna check that out. Survey the people who didn't buy and ask them why. We do this on the back end of most of our big launches. We ask people, hey, why did you not buy? We're just curious what stopped you from buying. Once we know why people didn't buy, we can create content in the next launch to overcome that. Now, the last way that you can assess and increase your earnings is to add more products and increase the overall order value. Similar to the last point, but this would be introducing an upsell or offering a VIP package where they can buy the product on its own, but then they could buy it with like a one-day intensive with you for maybe three or four times the cost. So it's essentially giving them more opportunity to spend money. Upsells work really, really great. In our last promotion, we had about 20% of people we put an upsell in front of us up on that and while it's not massive revenue it does add money to the bottom line so you can add more content in to increase the sales so just to recap we debriefed we've looked at some key stats from your launch and then we went in to assess how you want to increase the revenue then we get into what i call the plan and forecast stage of duplicating and scaling your launch So in the planning and forecasting stage, what I like to do is ask myself what worked great during this launch and what didn't. And there's really three buckets that I kind of create for content here or that I'd recommend you create for content. The first one is what can you reuse? What worked really, really well? So if you did a launch with a webinar and the webinar converted, use the same webinar. We just did this in our last challenge. Our challenge converted so well, so we're going to use the same challenge. Then we say, what do we need to recreate? So this would be stuff that maybe it didn't work well, or maybe it didn't resonate with our audience. So for example, during one of our challenges in November, our day four content was very poorly received by our audience. People were confused, they didn't understand it, it didn't work, and so we had to recreate that content. So were there emails that weren't getting opened, right? Let me just give you a few list of things that you may need to recreate. Emails with low open rate or low click rate. Sales emails with low open or click rate. Facebook ads that did not convert, sales pages that did not convert. Now, in terms of what you can reuse, anything that converted well, that was opened well, that was received well, or that made you sales, you definitely want to reuse. Now, then the third bucket is what I call the fix it bucket. This is stuff where I don't necessarily need to create it. I just need to tweak it. So things that you might need to fix are ads that worked well, but you didn't spend enough money right? Maybe I need to fix it by spending more money. Maybe you had affiliates and they didn't convert. So you need to fix your affiliate system. Maybe your ads tanked and you need to bring in an ads person. Maybe you were stretched too thin and you need to bring on a team member. Right. One of the things we had to fix this round was it was just me and one assistant managing our customer chat last time. This time we hired somebody else because it was too overwhelming for me to try to balance that with a launch. So at this stage, what you're basically doing is saying, what can I reuse from my last launch? And you can really use up to like 80% of your content. Use the same webinars, use the same emails, use the same content. You can tweak it. You can change it, but you don't have to start from scratch with a new launch. Now, right after you do that, what you should be looking at right now is like just this massive pool of data. You know how much you made in your launch. You know what the rates look like. You know how you want to make more next time. You know what content needs to be created and reused. So then your fourth step is to just assemble it all together. Now, I like making launch maps. I'm a doodler. I like to draw everything out that I create for my launches. But the assembly piece, this is where I want you to get super clear on everything for your launch. What date do you want your launch to start? What does your cart open close look like? What are your promotions look like? And what are your goals? So this is a big one. This is where everything starts to come together. And it starts by setting up your goals. I won't go in crazy detail about setting launch goals because we have a, an entire episode on it, but I want to give you the real basics of what I recommend that you do for your launch. So number one, figure out how much money you want to make. Now, figure out how many units you need to sell to make that money now you can go back and compare this to your last launch so for example let's say in your last launch you made ten thousand dollars and you sold 10 units so let's say it's a thousand dollar program just to keep all the numbers round and this time you want to generate twenty five thousand dollars, which is 25 units well we can go look at all your number what was your conversion rate are we going to increase that let's say we're not this time so what we need to do is get more leads Well, if we know that you want to do 2.5 times more sales, you need 2.5 times more leads. So if you had, let's say, 400 leads, you would now need 1,000 leads. Now you can do this a totally different way. Let's say you wanna increase your conversion rate. Let's say you converted at 1% and now you plan to increase your conversion to 2%. You can also use that number to calculate everything. Now, when in doubt, the easiest, quickest way to do this, because remember, I told you, we want to make this super easy to duplicate and scale. You can do it the mathy way where you're using like ratios and percentages. But remember, I told you how important that EPL number was. All we have to do is say you want to make $25,000 divided by your EPL. Let's say that in this case, it's $25. You need a 1,000 leads. So your goal revenue divided by Your earnings per lead from your last launch will give you an approximation of the total leads you need in this promo. And there you have it. Now, again, that number will change a little bit if you decide to charge more or you decide to create an upsell, but that is the power in doing the debrief. Once you know how much money you made per lead and how much money you want to make total, you do a little division, you make a little magic happen, and then you have this number in front of you. Then what I do is I take that number, let's say you need you know those thousand leads, and I say, how am I gonna get those leads? So first, in my assembly, I calculate my goal, and then I just do a quick little brainstorm on how. How am I gonna get those numbers? Do I want affiliates? Do I need to increase my ad spend? Now, I don't recommend that you do affiliates until you've done a few launches, because affiliates are a whole new ball game. but a really simple way to figure this out is once you have how many leads you need, You can multiply that by your average CPL from the last launch, which we had you calculate in step one, and that'll give you an estimated budget. So not only do you have an estimated lead, you have an estimated budget. Now you can add in any other costs, team costs, affiliate costs, management fees if you're having someone manage your ads, and now you can actually build out your budget. Then once you've figured out the how and the budget and all that good stuff, then what I do, is I just map it out. And that's where I lay down all the dates. When is it going to start? When is it going to finish? How long is the card open? What's my goals? And now I have this piece of paper where I have the last launch, the current launch that I'm planning, how that's going to look. And then step five is really simple. You just execute on that launch and repeat the whole process. And what I mean by repeat the whole process is after you're done, you debrief that launch, And you go through the whole thing and you decide, do I want to redo this whole launch? Can it be redone? Now, I want to just really quickly recap and then answer a couple of big questions that I think come up. So the five-step process to duplicating and scaling a successful launch is number one, debrief and get your vital stats and vital calculations. Number two, assess how you want to scale that launch. Is it more leads, higher cost of the product, or more products to increase order value? Number three, plan and forecast. What content will you reuse? What content do you need to recreate? And what content works but needs minor fixes? Step four, map it out and assemble your launch. Calculate your goal, determine how you're gonna do that, set a budget, and map it out with all your key dates. Then finally, execute the launch and repeat the process. That's it, it really is that simple. If it works once, it can work again. Now, a big question that comes up is how often can I repeat a launch? You can repeat a launch as often as you want, but you don't want to be repeating it to the same people. So if you're going to repeat a launch to the same people, I would say no more than once every like six to 12 months. If it's, you're just going to invite your entire list to these webinars and bring them into the launch. Now you could also do a launch every single month and just always run new ads, I don't necessarily recommend that, but you could do it. So when you're talking about how frequently can I duplicate a launch, first ask yourself, am I doing it to the same people if you are at least six to 12 months? And if not, as frequently as you have the capacity to do it. Now, the second big question is, how do I know if I should repeat a launch? Well, you technically don't. But I say you can repeat every launch at least once. That's kind of my opinion. And then if your numbers start to slip, generally speaking, you're not gonna take like a massive hit, right? So you might repeat a launch three, four times, and the fourth time it might do a little worse. That's the value of repeating the process and the debrief. If things start to slip, you say, okay, why did everything go down? What do we need to change? How do we change it? And then when you get to your step two and three, assess and plan and forecast, You'll make adjustments there. So you can really duplicate any launch. It's just about getting the subtle nuances. So my goal with this episode is that you see the value in recreating and duplicating stuff that already works. We've heard the old adage of don't reinvent the wheel, but so many of us have already invented the wheel for our business in the form of a launch. And then we go reinvent the wheel that's already working. Don't fix it if it ain't broken. This saved us so much time, so much stress, so much headache. My team knew exactly what to do for this launch, and it made everything so much easier. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, okay, maybe I need to duplicate this process, I highly encourage you to go to heartsoulhustle.com forward slash five five. Again, that's heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 55, where we're going to have a downloadable worksheet for you to walk you through this five-step process of debriefing, assessing, planning, assembling, and executing a duplicatable, scalable launch. Like I said, this is not theory. This is what we do. This works exceptionally well, and we have been able to duplicate to our most profitable launches ever. So I can't wait to see you out there Crunching these numbers, getting results, and killing your launch. Until next week, have an amazing week. Keep hustling, and we'll be back with more of the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. Thanks for listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. For more great stuff, be sure to visit HeartSoulHustle.com.